everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. We're giving you something uh, for free that usually you've had to pay for at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. We're going to be doing a bunch of this in the coming months because we're we're going to actually be doing some live streams on the Patreon instead, some live versions of the things that you're hearing back there, some other live events. For example, this is coming out on, uh, on Monday, April 5th. And if you listen to this on Monday, April 5th, tonight we're doing a New Jersey trivia contest where you can try to stump myself, Don, Nick, and Mike. If you do so, you will win a prize. It's going to be streamed live. It's going to be, it's going to make us look like a real bunch of idiots and assholes is my guess because we're going to get a lot of them wrong. And uh, if you're, if you sign up at the $5 tier, you get to watch and enjoy. And if you sign up at the $10 tier, you can be the ones to submit the questions and the whole thing will be archived. So even if you can't make it live, whether you uh, can't make it tonight or you hear this after Monday, we're going to go uh, go ahead and archive it so you can experience it then. We've got a lot of bunch of uh, lot of ideas for live stuff coming up. Probably the one I'm most excited about is we're designing New Jersey, the role-playing game. I'm going to be doing a whole campaign with a, uh, a GM, DM, whichever ones they want to go by. And uh, it's going to be absolutely ludicrous. So look for that in the coming weeks as well. Um, this is an episode of Garden State Gagoots where we all get together and answer questions from people who are not from New Jersey. It's really loose and funny and a hell of a good time. And I hope you enjoy it. Uh, there, as you can hear, this is the third episode. There's already two sitting back there behind the Patreon paywall that you can access now, as well as our food reviews, as well as our voicemail-driven voices from the Jug Handle show. You're going to be hearing some samples of those in the coming weeks, but they're all really good, and they're out there. And I hope you dig them. I also wanted to just take a quick moment to thank some of our $10 tier subscribers. Everybody who's subscribing at patreon.com slash New Jersey's the world, you mean a lot to us. It has been very cool to build this community. Thanks to everybody who has signed up, stuck with it. I think we're just going to keep going on to bigger and better, even cooler ideas. And just wanted to thank a couple people. Uh, for example, our first ever $10 sign up, Matthew Mayville, means a lot. Thank you for being a part of this thing. May you be blessed with a fortune as large as Thomas Edison's without having to steal from your collaborators and electrocute elephants. Billy Jean, thank you so much for being a part of this thing. I hope you never have to drive on Route 22 or Route 3. Justin, thank you so much. I hope every diner you go to, you get seated immediately and you have a sassy waitress who takes care of you. Caitlin Crow, thank you for being a part of New Jersey is the world. May you be blessed with a day at the Jersey Shore where there are not any guidos, where no guidos bother you. Tom M., thank you for signing up. I hope you go to the Jersey Shore and they don't charge you for a beach badge and you never get caught by one of the patrols. On any given day, Michael Venos, may you go to the devil's tree and see something haunted and scary and cool, but not be chased by the maniacs in the black pickup truck. Ryan Cavanaugh, thank you for signing up. May you oh go to Rut's Hut and get the perfectly cooked ripper that's uh, got the crackly skin, but it's not overcooked. Kevin Woods and Jim Taylor. May you two meet each other, because I assume you don't meet in real life. It would be shocking if two people who signed up back-to-back knew each other. But I hope that you meet up. And I hope that you go and you share a day of doing indoor ski jumping at that weird thing in the Meadowlands that took like nine years to open and was riddled with all sorts of controversy and graft and grift. Okay. 
I'll be thanking some more people publicly down the line as we release more and more. Now, enjoy Garden State Gagoots. It's a really funny time. There's a bunch of them behind the paywall you can get and more coming. And uh, again, sign up. Live events will be happening in the coming months. And uh, we're really going to have a lot of fun. New Jersey forever. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Garden State Gagoots. This is part of New Jersey is the world. This is, of course, the mashup show where all the different people hosting on this platform get together. You've got uh, Mike D and Bonaduce from Wotown. How you fellas doing tonight? Liberty and prosperity. Fantastico. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to talk over each other. We talk over each other. I apologize. And uh, he reviews food here on the network. He makes you love food. It's like you can taste it when this guy gets talking. Don Finelli, how are you? Uh, you know, I think my life's just one big panic attack. Uh, oh, wow. But, uh, you know, talking about New Jersey, that's uh, that's my salve. You know what I mean? As they say, that's, that's, that's what calms me. I feel like all of us have expressed that, that our lives are full of uh, endless stress and that talking to each other is a good excuse to forget about life for a while. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I think so. This is a mashup show. You can think of it like when the Harlem Globetrotters showed up on Scooby-Doo and they all drove around in the van together. Right. I kind of feel like the Washington Generals tonight, but that's just me personally. Oh, no. You know you're going to lose. I saw the Globetrotters live at MSG. Hallie got his tickets like second row. And those guys on the Generals, they can play. Yeah. They can play. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw Good them in old uh, Brendan Byrne Arena back in the Ooh, day. Oh, yeah. Nice. Fun. Check yeah. them out. Check yeah. them out. I heard they cheat, though. <laughs> they came to, like, Fairmont, I think, for, like, a little bit. They, like, did a thing where it was, like, the, the C-Squad, but it was, like, you know, you're like, wow, these guys are, like, seven feet yeah. tall. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. You just put a ball on your finger. It's, like, the coolest <laughs> fucking thing. Now... We have voices from the jug handle. That, of course, is a show. That's a free-for-all. Anyone from anywhere can call in, tell us anything about New Jersey. And a lot of Jersey people call in, here's the best place to eat, here's the craziest thing I ever saw at the shore, and that's great. And the number is 973-780-4660. Now, if you're from out of state, it's probably going to show up here on the Gagoots, because this is the show where people not from New Jersey, who have always wondered things about New Jersey, can call (laughs) up and get their questions answered by us series of experts so again any show you hear on new jersey is the world we want your responses if you dispute something agree with something if it triggers another memory another story 973-780-4660 and if you're not from new jersey you call up and hey there's no such thing as a stupid question um i can say that for myself i don't know if everybody else agrees only stupid answers from us (laughs) yes there you go there you go so gentlemen i've lined up um six calls tonight and uh they range from people who are really thoughtful and kind to of course (laughs) who i always like to start with a new jersey hater we got a lot of new jersey haters out there in the world Um, this first call is from sarah it's about two minutes long this voicemail and you'll hear for the uh the majority of the voicemail it's actually i think pretty sort of thoughtful and kind and then a couple bombs that get dropped in there that made me classify this as yes this is a hater let's go ahead and hear from sarah Hey, Chris. My name is Sarah. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And I have a question about New Jersey. I am a big traveler, and I love to go places. All kinds of, like, they can be tiny towns in, you know, random states. Like, it doesn't have to be anything super special or seemingly special. But I love just going to new places and I've never ever 
in all my years of wanting to travel, loving traveling, dreaming about traveling, I've never thought, you know what I think I'll do? Go to New Jersey. So tell me why that is. Why why has it never been on my map? I, I live in Atlanta. I'm from Chicago. I, you know, I've never had friends out that way. I've never had family out that way. So I've had no, but I've gone, I've been to Maine, and I've been to New York, and I would love to go to Massachusetts someday. Like, I have other things on my list, but for whatever reason, New Jersey just has never seemed to fucking matter. <laughs> like, whoever wants to go and to I'm, fucking Georgia? I'm dying to know why, because you're one of my favorite people. I always say you're one of my favorite people I've never met. Um, and you're from there, so I feel like there's significance right there. Maybe I'll change my my ways about it today, but I want to know why. Why did? Why have I? Why is this a thing? Like, why has it never been on my radar? Um. Okay, that's it. I hope this is useful to you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, my husband and I love you to death, and hope you and your family are doing well. All right. See, it's, she's such a nice person, and it ends so sweetly. Oh yeah, I don't think it's a that southern charm. It was just when it took that turn. It was it, I felt like it was not a full on hater voicemail, and then all of a sudden it just turned to eh. New Jersey does not fucking matter. That's when I said, "Whoa!" I don't know. I, I got it as like, why? Why don't I want to go there? Eh. You know, like she just doesn't know, and we got to convince her. And uh, uh-huh. well, I think it's like the same thing. Like I, like I said earlier when I was talking over, I was like, okay, well, I'm from New Jersey, and I would never really. Like, okay, I know Atlanta is like a cool city and stuff, but like, why would I go to Atlanta? I can go to New York City, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. But I would never think to like, oh, like, why would I go to Georgia unless I had to travel through it to get to Florida or something like that? <laughs> I love Georgia. But I guess Georgia's great. Well, yeah, they got peaches and all that shit. But and Savannah, Savannah's an amazing city. Yeah, Atlanta's I know, I'm good just too. Saying. You don't associate Georgia with Savannah. I mean, I guess you do, but that's coastal life, you know? I guess that's fair. Well, it's the same thing referenced in Jersey. Like, well, people don't know about Jersey. They think the worst of it, but they don't think about like the coast of Jersey. Well, I mean, maybe people do now for, for bad notoriety reasons. Well, I feel like it's sort of our responsibility to convince Sarah personally that she has to come here someday. I have a different take on this. Wait, Mike D, what's your take on this? I, I, don't, I think her question isn't why she should come to New Jersey. Her question was, why does she never think about coming yeah. to New Jersey? And my my right. reason, I think it's because of the big internet travel monopoly. Because if you are looking for places to travel and you go online to book your travel, as 99% of people do, anything that you would see in this area is going to point you towards New York City. So I think the reason that you've never had a reason to come to New Jersey is because when you're searching for your plans, you're just automatically pointed to New York City and the big travel, the big internet travel monopoly is giving short shrift to the Garden State. That's my take on this. I was going to say there's probably something fair to that as well. If you've never been to the Northeast, I think even we could say like, Probably New York City. That's on your bucket list. Like you're not going to come all the way here and then stop at Weehawken and be like, I don't want to see that thing in front of me, New York City. That's the priority. Yeah, yeah. And if you do cross the river to look at New York City, it's probably you're probably going to go to Jersey City, or you're probably going to be staying in Jersey City, or like yeah. that other poor caller who said he was stuck in like the middle of Route One and Nine, <laughs> surrounded by highways. You're probably staying in Elizabeth, and you stink. You're right outside New York. Yeah, but you're not really. You know. 
Don, why should be people think? Why should people be thinking about New Jersey more? Well, you know, as a, uh, a travel and leisure subscriber myself, uh, <laughs> not mm-hmm. often uh, <laughs> New Jersey, not often at the front and center of places, but. But sometimes it does sneak in there. Like I remember them doing a little thing on like Cape May or like the Victoria House, you know, the Victorian houses down there. There are pockets of like, I mean, again, it's the Garden State. Okay. That's not an ironic name. There is really some beautiful areas. I mean, I will tell, I will say it every episode. You can truly anything you want to do, you can fucking do in this state. It's just compact. It's just like the states around it are just pushing it into each other and it's just (laughs) squeezing and just, it's just, everyone's just so on top of each other, but there's some really beautiful men like spring Lake. And there's some beautiful shore towns that are, that are real laid back and, and real small town. Cause she was saying, Oh, I like these small town. It doesn't matter. I like these small town vibes. You go up and down the coast. Maybe you're not going to go to seaside. Sure. Maybe that's not the most charming. That's, that's got its own charm to it. Right. Like (laughs) (laughs) Nick, New Jersey is a place for free thinkers. It's a place for people who aren't in their travel plans caught up in the algorithm nation. Yeah. So that's really, that's really mm-hmm. the answer yeah. well is said. free thinkers find nation. New Jersey. <laughs> you know who does think about New Jersey though? And this is a weird phenomenon. Like, and you'll see it. It happens around late July, August. Like, and I drive the parkway every day from North Jersey down to the shore, like every day. Aliens. French Canadians love New Jersey and they really? all come. Oh my God, dude. It's the craziest thing. Wow. And I'm telling you from <laughs> mid July through August and September, there's nothing but on Fridays, uh, French kids cause Saturday's changeover day or these guys, like they all come down from like Quebec province and they all have trailers. They all have caravans. They have these little like tag, you know, pull behind fucking things. And they're all Quebec like license plates. It's the weirdest thing. And they love Jersey. And I think they Where do they go? They go down towards the Cape May area from what I understand. There you go, man. Jumay Souvien. But I, I have also at even an LBI experienced a lot of like standing in line for restaurants. You hear a lot of like French. It's like it's like Greek people when they're talking about other people, they switch to Greek. The French Canadians when they're talking about the white trash that they're standing in line with, they, they speak in French. In an episode of Wotan, we found out that so many amusement park workers are Russian. Now we're finding out that the French Canadians descend upon New Jersey en masse. Love it. So Sarah, listen, everybody knows Canadians have great taste, okay? They have great taste in comedy. They have great taste in music, a lot of great taste in things, and they have a, a real affinity for New Jersey. So get on it and follow their lead. Yeah. And to take the immortal words of great New Jerseyan George Clinton... Free your mind and your ass will follow. And also, I blame it on once they ended that um, the uh, ad campaign for New Jersey when Tom Kane used to do, Tom Kane, the former governor, used to be New Jersey and you perfect together. Perfect together. And Weird New Jersey, when I was there, one of my favorite articles Weird New Jersey ever did was there was briefly a state mascot known as Perfy. New Jersey and you perfectly, his name was Perfy, and he was just a circle with eyes. And he was on a couple state-issued postcards, and then they realized this is terrible. They buried him. But I would give anything to get my hands on some Perfy postcards. Do you know what Perfy was ma- named after? Yeah, what? Like perfect, perfect together. New Jersey oh, and you, perfect together, Perfy. I thought we were yeah. cl- more clever than that. Yeah, no, it was bad. We knew like a mascot like Gritty. Nothing beats Duncan, the old Nets mascot. If oh, anybody remembers yeah. Duncan, Shout just out a to random Duncan. dragon. Just like- <laughs> Dude, Don, do you remember Josh Lay from UCB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Josh? You know, he was the New Jersey Devil. He was the mascot uh, for a while. Really? 
For yeah, real? he used to ice skate around dressed as a devil. Holy moly. Wow. Yeah, not a bad Could gig. Could you imagine skating in that outfit? No, we should interview him someday about the hellscape that must have been that. <laughs> skating around dressed as a devil. Okay. Wait, wait, just to put a button on this too. Yeah. I think I think the Jersey Shore has just been like in the public eye so much and the shittiest parts of it and like the, you know, the shittiest people oh, for that sure. go down there. There's miles, hundreds of miles of, of coastline here that... Uh, that there's some beautiful places to go. There's some beautiful beach towns. Like, just I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. I also there. not even the shore. Like I saw Oprah magazine. I saw an Oprah magazine article on Facebook, and it was like 65 small towns that you got to check out. And they had French Town in there. Mm. You go down to Lambertville, you get one of those Airbnbs. Those are like legit nice places. What about Morristown? Like, what about like? There's 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 some there's some places up in North Jersey. Uh, out in Morris County, Hunterdon <laughs> County. There's a lot of nice places, Sarah. Okay, follow the lead of the French Canadians. Get on it. <laughs> All are welcome here. Okay. You might think it's great. You might think it's awful. You might think it's come see come sa, as our French Canadian friends would say. Now, the next two questions are companion questions. I'm going to start with this one. This one, I bet we could spend some time on. It's about our relationship with the uh, two cities that many people say. Define us. Hi, this is Tara. Originally from Ohio, but lived in Philadelphia for a number of years and just curious as to why people from New Jersey try to shit on the people from Philly coming into their state. But then all the people from New Jersey want to do is become a New, York, a New Yorker, you know, like flooding New York City to do all the stuff. That's all. Just curious in the perspective of a New Jerseyan that um, <laughs> just desperate to be a New Yorker. Wow. wow. Love your shows. <laughs> Bye. Wow. You know what it is. It's like, you know... There's like you. You can be a second-rate city, but Philly's really a third-rate city. Okay, so you're doing it. You're doing it. You're immediately Let's doing it. Let's start off on a good note. Now, it, this is exactly the type of stuff that Tara's so mad about. Sorry, it does sorry, Tara. Seem, but you're from it, Ohio, so I, I'm sorry. But lives in Philly. Has lived in Philly for a number of years. Also called me out. You're a New Jerseyan that desperately wants to be a New Yorker. Touche. Touche. Lived over there many years. But why is it okay? We do. We do, uh, it's not like, okay, why do we shit on Philly, first well, of all? Well, we take there, advantage of the places that we go to, and then we come back to Jersey. I think that's how it is. Like, we'll take it. You're back in Jersey, Geth. It's just like, well, we'll yeah. kind of, you, you will use the city to, well, you to go, our liking. You make your money, you establish we'll your back. reputation. Yeah, we'll, we'll come but back. I do think that Tara's right, that I feel like there's sort of adversarial relationships with both places, actually. New York, I think, we maybe tend to roll our eyes at them or think that they're kind of like uh, looking down their noses at us. But Jersey people will liberally shit on Philly. I think that is 100% related to the relationship between the New York Giants football team yeah. and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> and the reason yes. is, and you know, I've... You know, I have a brother who's lived in Philly for multiple decades, as do you, Chris. Same. And yeah. both of them are diehard Philly guys. But they will tell you that Philadelphia Eagles fans, when New Jersey Giants fans travel to see games, 
are just essentially beaten in the streets yeah. and from the minute they get into their cars. And I yeah. think that football rivalry has just created a, a, a Philly versus New Jersey ongoing combat that's lasted for decades at this point. They threw batteries at Santa. I mean, there's no respect for Philly. Well, that's I, don't, I don't give a shit if the fucking Liberty Bell's there. That's what. You, that's all you guys got. I don't know. I like Philly. I've come around on Philly. I've gotten in outright fights with Philly over the years. Like Philly, I got arrested in Philly. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've heard that story. I've heard that story. That was one of the worst nights of your entire life, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get tasered? Yeah, I didn't get tasered. You know what? Shout out to the cops, man. They were very, they were very kind. Don, and we can cut this if you don't want to talk about. It. Weren't you forced to go to an anger management class where the instructor instructed you to wake someone up who was sleeping, and you were like, "No, all I know about them." One hundred percent. You do not need to cut this. This was the day of my court, and they go like, "Let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's get your anger managed. You need to get anger management out." Because uh, I was trying to break into my buddy's house with a Christmas tree. It's a long story, but you know, I so I so I go to court, and then they're like, "You have to take this anger management." It's a hundred, you know, they 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 shake you down. I'm used to it. it's New Jersey, you know, like I'm a Jerseyan. I'm used to it. It's fine, and I'm in this class. It's packed with people that I know are angry, and there's some angry people around me. And one guy's sitting in the back. He's huge. He's jacked. And uh, the guy leading the class was this like peaceful Rastafarian guy. He's like, my man, can you wake him up? I was like, hell no. What are you nuts? I'm not waking anybody up in an anger management class. Like, no way. Yeah, it was uh, trying times in the life of Dom Finelli. But hey, I'm here now. We're talking about Jersey. I, I, it's all good. It all worked out. I think what it comes down to is this. Is Philly as a city, I've really grown to love it. I really turned around on Philly. But I think Philly has a lot of... When, like Philly people will openly talk about how fucked up Philly is, how fucked up Philly people are. They do not like it when other people say it though. And I think New Jersey is close enough that we have our eye on them. We see it and they don't like that. We point it out. Like I, I, I did a show in Philly uh, last year at the good, good comedy theater, great venue. And we were driving there. I was driving with my buddy and we get into Philly and, you know, those outskirts of Philly, they're like rough to look at. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, shit, man. And I go, what? And he goes, there's a guy on a bike. He just rode past this guy on a bike. He had a fucking Jason mask on. And it wasn't near Halloween or anything. <laughs> and he was like all wigged out by that. But I've been to Philly enough where I was like, yeah, like, yeah, like we're in Philly. And it's not that surprising to see something completely fucking insane five minutes over the city borders. New York, like they think they're better than us, but you go there, you go there, you can have a real good time. If you go to live there, you can kind of make your bones, make a lot of money, put up with it. It's a relentless city. It smells like pee. It sucks that way in the summers. People are so brutal to each other. Like there's no humanity, but Philly, I once went to a beer store with my brother and afterwards we got shaken down by a shirtless man with a weed whacker. Like that's not going to happen in New York City. Right. Philly's just a more insane place, and and I'll throw so I'll throw some love at Philly though too because they got some great food down there. Oh and, yeah, and there's, oh, po- yeah, there's po- I mean New York you can be overwhelmed by it, and there's pockets everywhere. And I'd, I'd go out, I'd go outside of Manhattan to get some great food. Uh, shout out to Getzel neighborhood, but yeah, I have nothing but love for Philly really. But I do have to say, you know, I was at a party once in Philly with your brother Chris, and I saw 
another one of your brother's friends drink diarrhea. <laughs> I mean, that's an yeah. that's an actual thing that I saw happen in Philadelphia, and I've never seen that happen anywhere else. I mean, this you know, I mean, he was an adult; he was a college age person, and someone said, "I'll pay you seven dollars to drink this cup of diarrhea." And and he drank it seven dollars. I know seven dollars. Seven dollars sold. <laughs> what are you gonna? Yeah, like at least at least twenty. Yeah, minimum ten. It's not even gonna pay for the cab ride to the emergency room. <laughs> when we did the Gethard show back in the day, before it was big, like when I was, I had a stretch when I had like enough name as a comedian to draw crowds in other cities, but not big enough. Um, like I couldn't get away with this today. We staged a show called New York is better than Philadelphia and we advertise it as such. And we, you know, I wanted it to be like pro wrestling where I was the heel <laughs> and they showed up someone when the show started, I'm not kidding. I got, I'm on stage and it's like within the first two minutes, I see a fireball come out of the crowd it's a copy of my book with my face on it that someone lit on fire and flung on stage. Ah. And then similar to what you saw, Mike D, we did this thing where there was like a blender and we put all these, it was like if, if whichever team lost more challenges had to drink what was ever in the blender and we just kept adding fucked up shit into the blender. And my buddy Murph at one point threw up into the blender uh. and my team lost and I was about to have to drink this thing. It had like raw eggs, fucking Murph like, vomit. Like yeah, and like like a whole thing of cinnamon, a whole thing of dry mustard, like castor oil vomit. Before I can drink it, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And I just hear this guy go, "No sweat, bro, I'll do it." And some Philly guy who I've never met jumped on stage. He wasn't involved in the show in any way, and just <laughs> chugged a blender full of vomit. Uh, and like the crowd went nuts. He did that for zero dollars. I mean, talk about underdogs. That has to be the biggest, the most, you know. They are the underdog city of America, man. Like they just I don't think you can I don't think you can like top a fucking person from Philly, honestly. Like I also think like Philly people are actually from Philly. Like a lot of yes, people in New York yes. aren't from New York and then they become New Yorkers. You know what I mean? Like they're like, Okay, we're from Jersey and you guys go to New York and you become New Yorkers. That's one thing. Yeah. But there's like Johnny fucking jerk off from fucking Montana who got a fucking business degree. He's like, I work on Wall Street. I'm a New Yorker now. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you're not the essence of New York. Yeah. You're not, you're the, you're like what ruined New York. You know? Yeah. You had to get out of Montana with a name like that. Philly man. might be the underdog city, <laughs> but really the real underdog city of Philly is owned by New Jersey, which is Camden. So let's give oh, a yeah. shout out to, uh, right, to, to Camden. So we have all the underdog cities Patterson, Newark, like a lot of underdog cities. And I think that's what it comes down to, Tara, is is Philly is a crazier place than New York. It just is. And Philly people are crazier. They just are. And they got a chip on their shoulder, man. They have a chip on salt their shoulder. Salt of the earth. Salt of the Absolutely. earth. Absolutely. And I think Jersey people have a chip on our shoulder, too. And there's a little bit of a rivalry there. And Philly people, it is that thing. It's like we're allowed to make fun of how crazy we are, but you don't. And Jersey reserves the right to try. They don't like it. But I think... One vibe I'm picking up on, and you guys tell me, if you put me in a foxhole and said you can pick a New Yorker or a Philly guy, I'm picking the Philly, Philly guy all the way. every time. Every time. If I'm getting into a fight with a Bostonian, it's going to be with a Philly guy. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll draw upon my, my Staten Island and Philly brothers for that, man. I will never team up with a Boston if you guy. T- if you told me the New Yorker was a Staten Islander born and bred, 
certain parts of Brooklyn or the Bronx born. I guess like the outer boroughs maybe, but if if I had to just take a random shot in the dark. If they say they're from Manhattan, forget it. If I had to take, if it was you don't get to know anything about the person except they're either New York City or Philly, I go Philly. That person's crazy. That guy that, guy that drank the vomit would be in the foxhole with oh. you. The, a, a fucking grenade would be thrown. He'd be like, I'll get it, bro. Yeah. And he'll just jump on it for you and save your life. And he'll be fine he'll be, And he'll be fine missing. Yeah, I already missed a couple ribs. It's fine. Yeah. I'll throw in with Team Camden on this one. <laughs> you want the Camden guy in the foxhole next year. You know, I, got, I have a real soft spot for Camden. I, have a, I, I, really, I really do. It's an interesting place. If anybody's listening um, who isn't familiar, because this is, of course, a show for people not from New Jersey, Camden is located just over a bridge from Philly. Yeah. And for, I mean, for our entire lifetimes, Camden was, I mean, I, I have seen articles that listed as one of the most dangerous cities in. Yeah, top three in America. Yeah, I think like the, the police got like disbanded, I think, and the state troopers had to go and like take over the city. I've seen articles that list it as more dangerous than certain cities in Mexico, that in North America, um, mm-hmm. where it's like really, really crazy there. And, but from what I've heard, the policing's really turned around, and they dedicated themselves to a lot of neighborhood policing initiatives. And yeah, they did. A, that was a huge article on like the big turnaround. I think there's been like a huge revitalization in that area too. You know, they try to like you know, mm-hmm. uh, they're just like we're, we fucking had enough. Camden, uh, Camden Ruckers or whatever, right? They got the aquarium there. I'll make my prediction that I really think in 10 years from now, Camden will be the Brooklyn of Philadelphia. Throwing throwing this out there. Not quite the Jersey City of New York, but maybe. You think it'll be the the Brooklyn now? Really? It's bold. I think it could take that turn of how the Oakland to San Francisco, where all of a sudden everybody's priced out of Philly. Um, but Camden's done a great job, man. You got to give him credit. Like it's a place that even other New Jerseyans have always been like nervous about. You go there for the aquarium on field trips and stuff. But a lot of people actually say, if you're interested in the whole defund the police movement, a lot of people say, oh, Camden <laughs> is the place that's pulled it off very successfully. Like they tore down their police and rebuilt it in a smarter way. So Camden's doing good stuff. Camden's doing good stuff. So your question on Philadelphia will end on us talking about Camden. There you go. Bring it back to Jersey all day, every day. Now, this question is actually from a really good friend of mine, comedian from Denver named Sam Talent, who if you guys are out there listening, Sam is great. And for the for my co-host here tonight, like he's one of us. He's like a wandering soul, heart of gold, salt of the earth dude. Love him. He asked a companion question to this that everybody asks about New York and Philly, but there's another there's another place we border that doesn't get asked about as much. Hey, Chris, this is Sam Talent. Uh, I just, uh, I have a question for you. It has really nothing to do with New Jersey. Although, hey, love Montclair. Uh, had a good time in New Jersey. Beautiful state. New Jersey is weird because it's, I feel like it's defined by its, its uh, neighbors, if you will. And we all know about New York, and New York's great, or whatever, Uh Here's my thing. What is, is what's Jersey's relationship with Delaware, man? I've driven through Delaware. I don't think I've ever set foot on the ground. I've been through there multiple times. Delaware is, is like I assume it's the way you guys think about Wyoming out west because nothing happens in Wyoming. You drive through it. It's an interstate. I'm so infinitely fascinated with Delaware <laughs> and the fact that people actually live there and are born in Delaware and identify as being from Delaware. It's just very weird to me. So, sorry, this has nothing to do with New Jersey, really, but much love and 
Thank you for everything you've done for me. Mazel, happy new year. They have Newark. They do have Newark. Mm-hmm. I, I, first of all, I love Sam to death. Sam's great and a great comedian. Look him up. Secondly, we, we've already done the Philly thing to death on this episode, but it is true. We border Delaware. I believe Jersey shares a border with Delaware. Definitely share a bridge, yeah. at least. Yeah. The Delaware <laughs> Memorial Bridge. Yeah, we we never get asked about our relationship with them. I mean, if you ever like looked at it, it's like the they had that big boom on, like they called it the new Gold Coast over there, kind of, because everybody's buying property on Delaware because it's they have like beautiful beaches and stuff like that. And then, uh, Rehoboth, Rehoboth yeah, Beach, but it's baby. like, okay, so you went to Delaware, then like, what do you do? You probably have to work in like DC or something like that. And I think there's a lot of tax benefits to being in Delaware. I think that's why like all those corporate companies are there. Shady, oh, yeah. yeah. Many yeah, a shady sure. shell company has their corporate address in Delaware. Yeah. I mean, I guess unless you live in like Gloucester or like Cape May County or whatever, Southern Atlantic County, like you're not really, maybe those people go there, but I don't think they do. They're not, you're not going to go there to go to the beach if you can go to the beach. And- but does anybody think about Delaware? Like when you live in South Jersey, you're asked about Philly all the time. I don't know. It's like you go over the Delaware Memorial Bridge. I don't know. No, it's just a way to get to Maryland. further south of Delaware. Yeah. yeah. I never think about I mean, Delaware is just, it's, I mean, it's tax free there. I mean, you know, all the corporations are there. I think Duluth's there. They got some big, they got some big time corporations there. I don't know. I mean, two of the funniest people I know are from hey, Delaware. Like the Chesapeake uh, Bay. Joe Wanger, Neil Casey are from fucking Delaware, I'm pretty sure. Uh, those are two. That's an insider baseball for uh, UCB fans. Um, so the, but there, there, there's some weirdos from fucking Delaware. I don't think I've ever thought about this. I've been to Delaware. A bunch, bunch of buddies went to University of Delaware. So I've been to Delaware, been to Rehoboth Beach, got caught in a fucking hurricane there, had to, had to sit in a fucking mini mall for like two hours to wait for a, a guy damn cab to come because the bar I was in the fucking lights blew out like so I've had some great times in Delaware I don't think about it ever yeah so Tara from Philly we might we might bust on Philly but at least we're thinking about you yeah like when I'm driving south on 95 I legitimately I know that I enter Delaware but I just assume I'm already in Maryland yeah, how, you know how fast can you get through it? It's so small. The sign says Delaware, and I go. I just hope that I can get to that Waffle House in Maryland soon, because that that first Waffle House in Maryland, I always love it. Waffle House, I always love oh it. God. There's like a there's a a song that they used to teach kids to help them remember the original thirteen colonies, and one of the lines is. What did Delaware, boys? What did Delaware? She wore a brand new jersey. She wore a brand new jersey. (laughs) That's like my only knowledge of Does this presuppose, are there like a bunch of people out there in Delaware mad that we're not thinking about them? Are they happy to be flying under the radar, doing their own thing? First state in the union too, right? I think they're they're probably like a hidden hidden gem kind of thing. They're like, don't let anybody know about Delaware. They're happy to be tax-free. And from a business perspective, if you're going to start a company in the U.S., you're almost a fool to not incorporate in <laughs> Delaware. So I think you've got a bunch of really happy people in Delaware who probably have amazing public services, low, low personal taxes, and, and are just living the dream. And they're like, yeah, don't think about us because we want to keep this amazing <laughs> tax-free fiefdom going. They do, a good, they do a good job to make people not think about them. Yeah, they're, they they're really are. Because yeah. when you think of, you know, a lot of people, when you study like, you know, cultural, you know, American culture, like the sociological, anthropological side of it, a lot of people will tell you that 
the stretch from Boston to Washington, D.C. effectively functions as one continuous city, that it's a megalopolis. Mm-hmm. People, you know, like that Northeast, you know. Star from Necropolis. <laughs> you know that when you, <laughs> when you go there. And I will say, in that entire stretch from, you got Boston, Providence, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Philly. Megalopolis. Maryland, D.C. Delaware really lays low. Delaware is like the hidden... Like the hidden underside of the entire thing. Well, what main city are you going to, right? Like, well, know, you're Wilmington? probably going to the they're the, the they're the hidden quartz rock of uh, the East Coast, nestled in there. There's Wilmington. There's Newark. Wilmington. Newark. Is that how you said Robeth it? Robeth Beach, man. Newark. I left my heart Delaware. in Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> There's some great, there's some great joints in Rehoboth Beach. I gotta, I gotta shout that out because it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from Ocean City, Maryland, too. So. I've never been, never um, been. Not to be confused with Ocean City, yeah. New Jersey. That's true. Yes, I'm talking about Ocean City, Maryland. I think maybe one thing we're learning tonight is that we'd all be well served to be a little bit more um, conscious of Delaware because initially I felt like we were all going to be like, oh, we don't think about them, fuck them. But it's becoming clear. No, it's just a place full of shady corporations. And people who want to be left alone. The new slogan is going to be, don't forget Delaware. (laughs) That's their state motto. Don't forget Delaware. I mean, I can't count the number of, you know, tax documents that I receive right around this time every year that are from some nameless post office box in in Delaware. I think I'm incorporated in New York. I fucked up, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you just allowed to incorporate in Delaware no matter where you live? You can incorporate wherever you want. Mm -hmm. I'm incorporated in Panama. (laughs) Panama is the place you really. Bonaduce Industries, import export. (laughs) If you ever spend any time around like boats or shipping, you'll notice that a vast number of boats are flagged from Panama, which is a landlocked nation. And the reason that those boats are incorporated and flagged in Panama is because you can get, you know, that registration for your boat and not have to follow any laws whatsoever. <laughs> God damn. I think they do the same thing with like uh, tractor trailers, like all those tractor trailers that come out of the ports, they all have uh, they all have main license plates because I think they run this, like the same kind of racket where you can register <laughs> You know, your trailer's up there for like super cheap and like whatever, like a quarter of the cost in Jersey. And like you'll see nothing but main license plates on those tractor trailers and stuff coming out of the port. You'll always find a state, man, whatever you need. Yeah, it'll it. be a state for what you. What we've learned today is that Delaware is the Panama of America. That's the main thing <laughs> I believe we have learned. Okay, here's a question, quick one. Noriega has a uh, summer home there on the uh, coast. Over <laughs> <laughs> That was part of his package deal. <laughs> Let you, you know, after you serve your time, you know, we, we take down your whole fucking government. We can come to Delaware. We'll incorporate you. Have, and you get this beach house. Bro, open. But the HOA fees are a fucking bitch. <laughs> okay, this next question, very short and sweet. Um, I'm not sure. I know me and Mike D will both have opinions on this. Um, the question might actually surprise you, Nick. Here's the uh, question at hand. Hi, Chris. This is Nick from Detroit, Michigan. I was wondering if people in New Jersey still root for the Mets now that they moved to Brooklyn. Don, you inhaled and sighed yeah. as if this is a very divisive question. Oh, no. Mike D, I know you're a basketball fan. Nick, Mets I don't know. fans are always losers. That's my interpretation. If you're in Jersey and you're a Mets fan, you're probably a loser. Goddamn proud of it and, too. You know, I don't hate the Mets. Like no don't Nets. Get me wrong. 
Oh, the Nets? Oh, I thought you said the Mets. No, the Nets. Anyway, oh, sorry the Nets about are that. Sorry, Mets. Oh, you guys are both thinking Mets. <laughs> no, no, no. I heard the Nets. Yeah. I heard the, I heard the, the Nets. Mets. Again, oh, like, as I That's said, good, good old Brendan Byrne yeah. Arena. Well, OG. they used to be the New Jersey Nets. Now they're the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Duncan. Yeah, they're cool. Well, I would, because I'm a big, very big basketball fan. And you guys let me know. Yeah. I feel like, in a lot of ways, if you have a New Jersey option, it's very it's very taboo as a New Jerseyan to go with a New York option instead. But at least in my era, it was more than okay to be a Knicks fan and not give a shit about the Nets. I don't know if you guys feel that way as well. I mean, I've always been, I've been a Nets fan since I was a little kid mm-hmm. and I still am. And the reason, <clears throat> the main reason is, you know, my, my mom has worked for the state for a long time. And when I was a little kid and when the Nets were awful mm-hmm. for all those years i you know she would constantly have free tickets so we could go to brendan Byrne all the time for free and just go to nets games i thought you were gonna say because tate george <laughs> lived in our neighborhood yeah and, and then tate, tate george lived up the hill from a, not far at all which was a big a big exciting thing and then you know and then the when i was kind of bummed when the nets left new jersey and they moved to brooklyn and I was living not far away from the Barclay Center. And I just feel like if you're going to support a team, if they only move a few miles away, you continue to support them. So I still go to to Nets games, you know, like ton, until all this nonsense happened, tons of Nets games. Um, and, I, you know, I'm still I'm still a Nets fan. They're a great organization. First of all, shout out to Drazen Petrovic. Uh, that's it. R. Best R. six man ever. You have to talk about Drazen, Drazen. Petrovic because I feel. Got to talk about Drazen. For yeah. anybody who's not a basketball fan, he was Croatian. He mm-hmm. came over, he joined. A lot of people were saying like, oh, he's the Croatian Jordan that really pissed off Jordan. Drazen would kind of historically always put up good games on Jordan too, though. Interesting guy. Died tragically in a car crash. And I kind of feel uh. like at that point, if you were a Jersey kid, it was like, ah, Drazen died. This team's going to suck for years now. The Knicks have oh. Ewing and Oakley and Starks. Let's get excited. Like the ledger covered the Knicks constantly. No, I never liked the Knicks. You never liked the Knicks? I never liked them. Never, you were a Nets never fan? Never once. Me neither. Nets fan for life. I might because be I would wrong go, about this. My dad, had, my dad split season tickets with, with his buddy and we'd go a lot. And there was just something about, I feel like the spirit of the Nets traveled to Brooklyn because they just were like never, when once they got Kittles and there was like, and Jason Williams, there was some buzz. They were pretty good for a little bit. They made the playoffs a little bit. And then I kind of stopped watching basketball when they moved. They went to, they went to the finals. <laughs> Jason Williams was kind of the heart and soul of that team though. And then he, Kill, he killed yeah, somebody. He, yeah, then yeah, he got arrested. Doesn't make him a bad guy. Wait, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's a common response. He I killed somebody about. and covered it up. Well, yeah, I'm sure he had a reason. Did he kill someone and a bunch of members of the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> were there, or am I misremembering that? No, I thought I thought he accidentally shot his, like, driver or something like that. He had oh, a, the guy, yeah, the Greek guy who was the limo driver that they lured into the house and then shot him in the head with a shotgun. Is that the guy? Or is that somebody else? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was an accident. That happened in Jersey. I thought it was an accident accident well they said it i mean they're always going to say it's an accident well i think they were taunting the guy and they like they were like you know hey come on up here everybody's all fucking loaded and somebody pulled out a shotgun and fucking hey put this in your fucking mouth and i don't know it sounds like an accident to me yeah exactly in new jersey it's an accident i never liked the nets though i I, i've been to i've been to the garden a bunch to to watch them but i was never a knicks fan even with ewing oakley i was always hardcore 
Nets fan, and I truly stopped watching them after they moved. I I, I wish them well. I just don't watch basketball that much in general mm. uh, anymore. I was just a pure like '90s, early 2000s, you know, late '80s, early '90s. I mean, one of my favorite memories ever is you know that I that I've got to play basketball on the on the Nets court. Me too, man. It's the best. Like that was mm-hmm. so cool, you know. How did you guys both pull that off? Everybody listening is going to think if you grow up in Jersey, you just get to go play there. They let every little league in North Jersey play in Brendan Byrne. They did it at Brendan Byrne all the time. Yeah, but you, people, you don't remember. Like, the, when we would, I would go to Nets games, and this is like just before the Jason Kidd era, there would be like 400 people at the game. And, and, like, yeah. and it was just like Boy Scout troops. Or people whose family worked for the state and got free tickets. They'd be like, "Okay, like everyone in row six, come on down and shoot free throws." (laughs) Because there was no, we we could have probably if 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 three people got injured in the game, they probably would have pulled one of us onto the court to play. (laughs) Like I mean, it was that like level of of basketball at the time. And then high schools, high schools, and and like Biddy, they would have like Biddy basketball games come out and they would would like you know put up like fake nets and stuff you know like smaller nets and stuff my high school played there one time um against like don bosco or something like some of the parochial schools would play there every now and then well it was the same thing with giant stadium you know like you would have the north jersey oh yeah um, be the big north south game or just just the state finals yeah i was in the marching band competition on the field of giant stadium myself i've been on the field of giant stadium playing drums on the sideline. And you guys will be happy to hear, I did look up the Jason Williams murder, and yes, he shot a Greek limo driver. He was playing with yeah. a shotgun. It went off. And there were four members of the Harlem Globetrotters present for this murder. <laughs> this is true. It was after a charity game Jason Williams had organized, which makes you think, was there some sort of tomfoolery, some Globetrotters-esque tomfoolery happening with that shotgun? That like, hey, watch me spin. They were spinning that <laughs> exactly. shotgun on their fingers, man. Led to that man's tragic death. <laughs> they were. He slipped off a ladder. Like Jason Williams is holding the shotgun, and somebody pulls his pants down, and the gun goes off by accident. And the guy's like, like the poor guy's eating like a fucking pastrami sandwich, and all the next thing you know, he catches fucking half of his head comes off from buckshot. One of the globe chatters is like, wait, I, I, I thought it shot confetti like that. I thought this was the t-shirt gun. I'm now a mocking man's death. Mocking a man's Scooby Doo and Shaggy left like a bucket of taffy on the floor, and someone slipped, and the gun went off. <laughs> I want to apologize to that dead man and his family sincerely. I shouldn't be making jokes about this. Yeah, apologize, Mister Papadopoulos. <laughs> I always said it was an accident. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stray from that. But the, the man is dead, and that is sad. As I do my confetti bits. Yes. <laughs> and if people are interested in in the nets and the entire history of the nets i got to shout out my my good friend pooch anthony puccio who's been writing about the nets since they were in new jersey and still writes about them now and if you want to read some real heartfelt you know story of a kid growing up with the nets and then transferring that love to brooklyn that that is the story yeah. you've got to read don't you have a pooch T-shirt. I out. do have a pooch. There's, I do yeah, often wear my pooch T-shirt. Now, so. well, I think Don's also talking about the Poochie keeping this town safe T-shirt, which that's a different guy, yes, right? Yes. Pooch and Poochie. They're two. Yeah. They're, they're, pooch. Pooch is Anthony Puccio, the basketball writer, and then Poochie is the legendary savior of West Orange. <laughs> the vigilante hero. Now, I do think one thing to talk about on this topic, though. Would you guys agree with me? Even when the Nets were in New Jersey. Is that Nick getting some food ready on Mike? Yes, as per tradition, Nick is not eating food. What? Come on, Nick, you got to reveal what you're eating. Oh, you can't say that. that. 
the hell is that? Circus peanuts. Two pounds of popcorn. Uh, multiple pounds Two of pounds. popcorn. That's good. No shame in it. Two pounds. <laughs> Can we all agree, though, that even when... Nick, you have to stop crinkling the bag right in front of the mic. Two pounds is uh, uh, technically a, a multi. It is. I wasn't wrong. It was cheaper than buying two bags of the smaller bag, so I got the giant. I got you. I got you. No matter how you slice it, though, I would argue that the Nets were never as beloved as the Devils because mm. New Jersey Devils fans are mm. complete yeah. fucking psychopaths in this state. Oh, yeah. Actual crazy yeah. people who will yeah. like fight over nothing. Absolutely. Every town had kids who just wore hockey jerseys all the time. And they were always nice kids, but I was always really wary of them. Always really wary of the kids of the devil's jersey. Our next question comes to us from Kay. I thought this was a real good question because it makes me realize that there's, there's at least one thing Jersey's famous for where other people might not be sure what we think of it. It's one of the pop culture properties, um, because I can see Kay might, Kay might be right. People might be sitting there going, wait, do they like this or is it a source of shame? Hey, Chris. Bless you. This is Kay calling from Belgium. I'm American originally. And I guess, of course, you had to post the picture with Tony Soprano asking, you know, if we have questions. Uh, one of my biggest questions for you coming from Jersey and not knowing anything about it because I've never been there. Are you a fan of that show, The Sopranos? And, uh, you know, as an Irish man, what is the general consensus in that area for, you know, for the show? Because I really enjoyed the show. I don't associate the show necessarily with the place, um, although I'm sure that's a common thing. And I guess my other question for you is... Um, in Jersey, what is the most Jersey meal you can eat that is not, what is it, the ham roll, you called it? Anyway, <laughs> really big fan of the show. Thank you so much for what you and your team do, and have a happy new year. Thank you, Kay. Your child sounds adorable on Mike. Um, that was not screaming like Mike. And if you want to know the answer to the best Jersey food, of course, you're going to want to listen to Jersey Dude Reviews Jersey Food with Don Finelli. Um, we're talking right. he's, Italian hot dogs, White House subs, Town Hall Deli. Um, we're about to, yeah. no joke, um, record an episode on New Jersey tap water, review New Jersey Ooh. tap water uh, with, with mm-hmm. uh, legendary television critic. Was that the Star Ledger for 14 years? Alan Sepinwall will be reviewing water with us. Who, who wrote about the Sopranos? He did. Great segue, Don. Now, I get it. People from the outside might be going, wow, does that show embarrass New Jersey people or do they like it? So I don't want to make any assumptions. How do you guys feel about The Sopranos? But the, the Italian-American aspect of it, like my mother was turned off by that because she's like, oh, it makes us look fucking dumb. You know, it makes us look like we're all, you know, mafiosa. And I think in the Italian-American community, you have to assume that like 95% of like, the immigrants that came over are not involved in the mafia. Although it seems like you know someone, like those same 95% people know someone very close that is. It's just, yeah, there is a sense of like, I think in my family, uh, there was like, uh, that's not who we are. That's not that they're painting Italian Americans in a bad light. Personally, I think it's the greatest show that was ever written on television. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the greatest, if you know, if not the greatest, uh, you know, 
television show written, David Chase. And and it's there's an extra special love, which I'm sure you guys will talk about, because you know a bunch of the places that they're in. You've been to a bunch of those places. Uh, Bada Bings was on the way to my dad's office. I saw them filming there a bunch of times. Like... Uh, not that I was in the strip club when they were filming, but I've seen, a, you know, you see them, you see them around Jersey, you see all this stuff. So there's a pride aspect to it. There's a familiarity aspect to it. Um, but I can understand my mom's point of view, which is like, that's not who we are. I thought they did a pretty good job exploring other people not involved uh, in the mafia as well that were from, you know, that area. Mike D, also Italian-American background, opinions on the sopranos i mean i love it massive fan i think it's an amazing show and my family i think had the opposite reaction to don's which is everyone in my family including me loved it so much because all these sort of very niche new jersey you know italian things you got to see on this tv show that people all over the world are watching so so everyone loved it and again like yeah places that we've been and all this weird slang that we use it was almost some kind of a validation that what you thought was just this strange thing in a group of people of north jersey is actually sort of a culture in and of itself and even beyond all that it's just a great show like i just rewatched it <laughs> oh yeah you know for for the fourth or fifth time from beginning to end a couple of months ago and every time i watch it it's amazing and you know one of my fa- you know i've i've actually ran into multiple and have funny stories about meeting multiple people who were on the show. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I used to live in Bay Ridge in Brooklyn and I would regularly see Paulie Walnuts in my neighborhood. (laughs) And every single time I saw him, he would, he would talk to me. And I mean, we weren't friends, but you know, he was just a legitimate neighborhood goombats like you see on the show nicest guy in the world, but that just makes you like it even more because even the people on the show come from that world and that's why i think it's so so authentic and so fun to watch nikki bonaduce opinions on the sopranos oh yeah it's funny like looking at from the outside and actually growing up in that area like what you said the even the the intro to sopranos like all these places we drove by like all the time in our life the turnpike like all these bizarro landmarks the The drive safely on like the yeah yeah everything pizza pizza land land, excellent pizza the drive safely one is classic all that and then there was always that like it's funny you know you grew up with many different friends that were italian american and there's of course the sect that was like the kind of more uppity proud italian americans that didn't want to be associated with that kind of thing and then there was just like everybody else that you grew up with it, but at the same time, like Mike D said, it's like there's all these uh, uh, cultural kind of things that are part of everyone's, like even nomenclature and the and the way they speak in the yeah, there's a vernacular, yeah, the whole I mean? vernacular of North Jersey that is part of that. And you're like, ha! you know, you hear that and you're like, wow. So for that to have some sort of appeal to like the rest of the world, and like you said, just great storytelling. I mean, how many years is it now? And I just watched like. Um, the Pine Barren episode the other day, oh, which was like, you know, hysterical. The best. But the like, best. that was out of like the realm of kind of like their realm, their, their normal operating base in the, for the show, you know, it was always like North Jersey. So the fact that they went down there and of course, why did they go down there to like, you know, kill this guy and bury him in the Pine Barrens, which is like, you know, typical stereotype. <laughs> I got to say, it's the greatest show. I feel like there's a general sense of real pride in it around Jersey. I was at Rutgers when it was really hitting that season three, season four peak of popularity. And I'm telling you, 
there was probably never less crime in the streets of New Brunswick than Sunday nights when that All show right. was on because everybody was inside watching it. And yep. like you guys were saying, just like culture-wise, like I've said it a million times. I listen to how my mom talks. I've met everybody <laughs> else's mom on this on this stream. I think a lot of us would say <laughs> Carmela Soprano. I just I hear my mom when when yeah. Edie Falco speaks, and especially I mean for all of us, Bergen County. For sure. But for me and Nick and Mike, being from Essex County, where David Chase is from, there are some references in this show that are so hyper-specific that <laughs> they would make me jump out of my fucking chair. There was one there was one joke where somebody showed up and Paulie Walnuts looks at the guy and goes, oh, what happened? They left the cage open at the Turtleback Zoo? And like, I cannot stress enough for anybody out there, for anybody out there listening, imagine if the place you went to at least twice a year for other kids' birthday parties. You at least had some birthday party. <laughs> every there, yeah. birthday, every year of your life, some kid in your school had their birthday party at the Turtleback Zoo where they had the little room on top of the little castle spire. Yeah. We yeah. went there every fucking every year. year. Your parents took you to the Turtleback Zoo all the time. Imagine if the greatest show on television shouted out your zoo. There was an episode that had a lot of flashbacks to Tony's childhood. A lot of them took place in Newark. The name of the episode was Down Neck. They never say the phrase Down Neck in the episode, but if you're from North Jersey, and especially from Essex County, you know that Down Neck is the name of a neighborhood uh, that's now called the Ironbound, but old timers call it Down Neck. That's the type of thing, like David Chase was dropping these references for us no one else even gets that. Down neck makes no sense. Christopher Moltisanti, let's keep in mind, lived in West Orange, New Jersey, in the in the ethos of that show. He lived in West Orange. And like they got specific enough that we all could tell. I believe watching that show, you're like, oh, he lives off of Eagle Rock up towards Roseland. Like <laughs> that's how specific the references were for us in this show. I mean, a genius and, uh, one of the most genius things about that show, if you're from New Jersey, is Meadow Soprano's best friend is named Hunter Scangarella. Uh-huh. And that is the most perfect Boom. thing because Boom. you're, you know, and I'll, I'll say this because I am one, you're a super guinea, you know, and Hunter, but you name your kid Hunter because you, you've become successful. You got a little bit of money. You want to mm-hmm. give your kid a cool name. So she's like, it's Hunter Scangarella. <laughs> and there's an episode where she comes high, high class Gindaloon. Yeah, exactly. And then she comes into the Soprano house one day and, uh, and Carmela Soprano was like, like, oh, how you doing, Cacciatore? And Cacciatore just means mm-hmm. hunter in Italian. And like that's those are those little details, which I think why right. people from New Jersey appreciate that show so. I mean, that is like real yeah. genius when you talk about yeah. making a TV show. Also, when Carmela is like yelling, I could hear any one of my uh, friends' mothers like yelling at me in their kitchen. Oh God, guilty. Now I, I'll also say, here's like to me here's the one that when I saw it I was like oh my God this is the most. Like to the point where Don, you wouldn't even get this. There's an episode where a cop gives Tony a ticket and Tony tries to kind of play his mafia cards to get out of it. It's played by uh, Charles Dutton. It's the cop. And Tony like warns him and yeah. wrecks his life. And then he sees him at Fountains yeah. Away and they're walking around <laughs> Fountains Away, which is great. <laughs> now that cop was a cop in the town of Cedar Grove, which if you're from Essex County, I've known for years you don't speed in Cedar Grove. When you're going up Pompton Avenue, they sit there like hawks. They wait right by Time Warp Comics, by that pizza place. They're waiting for you. Generate some revenue for the town. They know everybody cuts up from our side of Essex County to the Willowbrook Mall. 
Cedar Grove cops are notoriously every twenty three is fucking. They terrible. are notoriously quick with the tickets, and if you go to fight them at town hall, nah, you're getting the full thing. They don't back down. It's such a specific for us. Where I was like, holy shit, he's fucking with the Cedar Grove cop. I was in Cedar Grove yesterday on a on an errand, and. That parking lot next to the pizzeria by Time Warp, there certainly was a cop there waiting Always to give someone a, a ticket cop. yesterday. It's Cedar Grove, very nice town that is making money off of their proximity to the Willowbrook Mall. And the fact that, that the Sopranos gets that specific, that's amazing. That's amazing. The, the best Sopranos story is when, when we were... Uh, Chris, Nick, the three of us when we were living in New Brunswick where I lived, at the end of my block there was a bar called the Allen Witch and it was a semi-college bar like college kids definitely hung out there but it wasn't like a full-blown like Easton Avenue college place. You know, still like local. Yeah, yeah. like you know, normal people went there and so they had like a nice you know, like a nice little fenced-in backyard and this is when you could still smoke and so, you know, so we we went there, and so one night I was going to meet meet a meet a girl that that I was dating. I was like, oh, I'll meet you over there in a little bit in the backyard. So I go over to the Allen Witch, and you know the the girl that I'm going to meet and her friend are sitting down, and there's this big guy at the table. And I walk over, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, oh, hey. And I sit down, and the guy's like, oh, wait, is is this your girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know, I didn't know. He's like, here, let me buy you a beer. And he like waves the 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 bartender over, like the waiter, to bring us some beers. And he's like, I'm really sorry, I didn't know. They were just here alone. We were just having a conversation. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, man, it's cool. And so this guy sits down, and we end up hanging out for an hour. And it was James Gandolfini. Boom. <laughs> and it was, and it it, it turns it turns out that he was Boom. good friends with the owner of that bar. And this was. Maybe the Sopranos had been out. I don't even know if it had come out yet. But the funny part of it is, is you know, nicest guy in the world, full blown oh, yeah. New oh, Jersey yeah. Italian gentleman, and you know that, and and he, f- he did the right thing, you know. And they, and we they ended used to up- film at uh, my wife's high school, and she would just like be in the halls, and James Gandolfini would be there, and I'd be like, "What? <laughs> it's fucking amazing." <laughs> it was just like, "Oh yeah, we just like." Fucking bell would ring. Everyone would walk around. James Gandolfini's like getting ready for his role. Then they go in. And they start shooting. He was <laughs> using that Sopranos money to buy broke college kids beer. So shout out. He was there a, you yeah, go. He was, Real mensch. Shout out yeah, to a, a true New Jersey gentleman. Now th- this next question. Fascinated to see your guys' reaction. I was terrifically confused by it. Hey Chris, this is Justin from Michigan. Uh, I'm just calling to ask you about how the milkshake scene is in New Jersey. Uh, My buddy and I took a trip out to New York a few years back in 2015, and we stopped at this rest stop where McDonald's was, and we had the best vanilla milkshakes we ever had. (laughs) And uh, I was wondering if that's just like a a golden goose egg we found, or golden goose, I don't know what the phrase is, but... (laughs) I was wondering if the, the milkshake scene out there is just the best, or if maybe it's just we got different formula. out there. Or Does he know how cha- chain restaurants work? Am I just crazy? Thanks. 
Yeah. What, what do you guys know? I don't know that New Jersey's known for its milkshake scene, nor that we have McDonald's uh, elevated above regular McDonald's. He might have just got lucky that day. Maybe maybe people know like really good milkshake places. I don't know. I was going to say, mean, you go to any diner, though, you can get an amazing milkshake. Yeah. As with any diner, yeah. you can go get an amazing anything there. But a good Jersey diner will give you a great fucking milkshake. They'll give you whatever you want. Plus we got, I mean, we got Applegate's Farms. You got, you got Cliff's Dairy out at the Ledgewood Circle. Do they make milkshakes, though? Holston's makes a great milkshake. Halston's, a lot of great milkshakes, but I don't know that any of them are at uh, McDonald's per se. I mean, as the as the McDo- as the McDonald's employee representative of the group here, I can only say that one of my jobs was to fill the milkshake machine <laughs> when I worked at McDonald's in 1992. And all I did was I would go back to the storage room and come out with this thing that looked like a giant, like amorphous sack of liquid and pour it into the milkshake machine. And then you had to let it churn around for 35 minutes. So I don't know, maybe there is something special, but that's my experience with making McDonald's milkshakes in New Jersey. I can say to the caller, a lot of great places Mm -hmm. to get ice cream here. And like Don said, every diner will make you a fantastic milkshake. Yeah. But I think you just got lucky personally. I think you just had something really special happen at that. I I had a really good milkshake experience in, um, I like milkshakes. I just usually don't have them a lot. But there's a new smaller chain near me here. Uh, and I think this is just one of their chains. It's Burger 25. And they're like, they make, I think, like 15 different kinds of milkshakes. And my kids get every different kind. Like, And these girls, like, every, they make great burgers too. But everything else is great there. But um, everybody goes there. They buy their food. And then they all come out with like milkshakes. And these girls are like, like hand scooping ice cream. And mixing them fresh, like I mean, right before you get them, and they, you know, oh my god, that that's actually a good milkshake. And like, I'm not a milkshake guy, but people go there just for the milkshake. So I'd say if you're in Jersey near Tom's River, and I think they have a couple other chains, but Burger Twenty Five is definitely a, an excellent shake. They have like a cannoli shake. They do like, you know, all different kinds Ooh. of things for the pumpkin, all that uh, apple pie, like you name <laughs> with it, the like pumpkin top. Like, and I'm not like I said, I'm not a milkshake guy, but. I'll do that and I'll suffer the consequences for that much dairy at once. Like, And again, I do want to say we can plug a lot of great milkshakes and I'm glad you're getting those local references out, Nick, but I just want to reiterate to the caller. Yeah, that's weird. What happened to you? <laughs> Nothing to do with any of this. There, I, I, can, I think I can categorically say there's no quote unquote milkshake <laughs> scene in New Jersey. We can tell you places where you can get a pretty good milkshake, but it's not a milkshake. This is not milkshake country. Um, by any stretch. I think if you're like in Wisconsin and they have lots of dairy, there's probably like a, a milkshake scene out there, you know? Yeah. There's other places that I'm sure have a milkshake scene. This is not it. You guys just had a fantastic lucky night at, at McDonald's and God bless you. Maybe you had a nice malt. Did you have a nice malt? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I love a good malt. <laughs> you get the malt at the, at the Woolworths back in the day? Yeah. You know what we do have though that that milkshake enthusiasts from around the country might be very interested in is Orange Julius. Ooh, Orange Julius. That's a great chain, yeah. Is that not a national thing? I don't know that it is. I mean, I can barely... Like papaya uh, yeah, King, Orange you know, Julius. Yeah, I thought it was like a regional chain. I mean, it's a... And Orange Julius is somewhere between a fruit smoothie and a milkshake like yeah. meets right in the middle to mm. me one of the gr- what's in orange julius i don't even know I'm- i have no idea just like wonder i used to always get one before i'd go see a movie at the rockaway mall i thought it was just like an orange yeah smoothie yeah what the hell is an orange julius i never understood that but it's a great thing i mean i i 
I've made yeah, right? the Willowbrook Mall still has an operating no way. Orange Julius. For real? It does. I had it. Oh my god! They had go. one at Great Adventure last time I was there. I was there within the last year to to have an Orange Julius. I think it's just like orange juice and like ice and vanilla extract. I think is the big thing that brings it all together. Really? Yeah, I think the vanilla extract oh. kind of takes it to the. It's always frothy it's too. It's frothy as hell. Yeah, they got that froth. Cold froth. Uh, now we're all in the yeah. mood for an orange Julius. Listen, again though, <laughs> we can discuss frozen drinks of all stripes and colors. I do just want to reiterate though, we're not making any claims. There is in fact a quote milkshake scene as our caller asked about that was not the case and and listen we're coming up on the end of the episode if you've heard anything tonight that you want to agree with disagree with if it spurred other stories if you've encountered james gandolfini in the wild if um if you really liked the nets and you're mad at me that i like the knicks you want to yell at me 973-780-4660 that is the number 973-780-4660 and remember that voicemail is always open Anything you hear on any show on New Jersey is the world. We want your feedback, your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. Come at us. We're going to have a lot of fun with it, and we want this whole platform to help be defined by you. Now, gentlemen, we have one final voicemail tonight, and I honestly don't even know if there's going to be anything to say after this one, so this might be our good night. We'll see you afterwards. Yeah. You guys ready? So I'm Scott, and I grew up in Montville, up in Morris County, and also went to Rutgers uh, just a couple of years before Chris, I think. Um, I'm here with my daughters, Maya and Hannah, who are seven and two and a half, and they have been to New Jersey to visit their grandparents, even though we live outside of Boston. Um, Maya probably knows something about New Jersey. What do you think about New Jersey? There's a really good pool. There's a good pool? Yeah. What else do you know about New Jersey? There's a good playground. There's a good playground. What else? Mm. There's good houses. <laughs> There's good houses. <laughs> and that's what we know about New Jersey? Oh, I know about the street. Yeah? There's a lot of highways. <laughs> and you too? There's a lot of highways? And we can walk to the pool and the playground. Yeah? Is there anything else that is in New Jersey that we don't have here in Massachusetts? No. What about Grandma and Grandpa? Hi. Okay, thanks for doing this. Oh, well, we do have a Grandma and Grandpa here. That's true. <laughs> okay, keep up the good work. Bye. Come to New Jersey. We have good pools, <laughs> nice houses, and your grandparents. Can't say I'm better sold. than that, man. <laughs> Definitely. Good night, everybody. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>